Hey, everybody, and welcome to another bright and shiny, not for nothing. You might notice we've got some uh, fancy new music, probably for this week only, but that's because we have a fancy new guest in the house. Ooh, that's right, Chris. We do. Who could that be? Uh, the intern. The intern's here in studio, live. Oh, he, might, he might not speak. Intern, intern Pete. <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. Yeah. Um, after after many many years, I don't know how you actually guilt tripped me into into doing this, but uh, it's uh, it's great to join you and see how the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a real sneak peek <laughs> behind the curtain here. Yeah, well, behind the cur- curtain and sausage is made. Uh, mm. Pete's letting us letting everyone know that we don't wear pants when we record. <laughs> so. Th- thanks for giving giving away. Giving away the secrets. Well, I, mean, I, I, was, I was so surprised to see all the uh, the prep work that's done behind the scenes. I mean, it's hours of preparation yes. and kind of like you know uh, running through all of your lines and you know this uh, incredible timing and, uh, and rehearsal that's uh, that's done that I don't think people really appreciate how much they, you guys do. Yeah, this isn't all just fly by the seat of our pants like we're making this stuff up, up as we go. Like this is rehearsed actually. We do six or yeah, seven. We do this on purpose. We do six or seven episodes. <laughs> yeah, we sound yeah, and yeah. act like idiots on purpose. <laughs> exactly. This is all part of the act. Exactly. <laughs> Um, little known, little known tidbit. I don't know if every one of our listeners knows this, but, uh, Chris and I actually used to do this show before it was a podcast, before it was on the radio. We used to just call each other and do it. (laughs) Like school children. Yeah. Like school children. We pretended. We just pretended. So we did a whole year of picks where we called each other once a week and we would just talk for an hour. It was a test run. Yeah. Yeah, which is fucking weird when you think really about it. Really weird. Yeah, we were grownups. Yeah, like yeah, we, old yeah, grownups. Yeah, we were still in our forties. Yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. So still in our forties. I'm still yeah. in my forties. Right. Well, we were already don't, in our forties. Don't age right? me. I don't know much. how to say it. D- did you guys record this pod? No, no, no. We no, just. But we wrote down. That's weird. But we wrote down all the pics and stuff too. Yeah. Though. <laughs> yeah. It was like a test run. It was like it was a year-long <laughs> test run. Like but how, how would it be a test if you couldn't actually like listen to yourself? It would just be like, oh, that conversation went well. Yeah, like, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, that, that, it was that so. Works. It was so weird because like I'd be like at my in-laws for Christmas, and they'd yeah. be like, what? what? I was like, and I'd be I like, got... I have to make a, I have to make like an hour-long phone <laughs> yeah. call, yeah. like for work. Yeah, but we would just be calling each other. It was bizarre. <laughs> but then when we got the radio show, it was we were so seamless. Yeah, we yeah. were like, right? it was just mm-hmm. really easy to do, like a very tight one hour. Yes. So, so, so like people. Unlike could learn last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week we had a lot to say. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to say. Do you have a lot to get in? Do you have a lot to say this week, Chris? No. I do. Oh, good. Yeah. I have one thing I want to just get off my chest right off the bat. I have two things I want to get off the chest. Of course, my you chest. Do. The, <laughs> it keeps growing. The first, the first one is I just want to quickly uh, tip my Ryan Geist uh, Bubbles Rose Ale out to the one uh, Edward Joseph Mahoney, aka Eddie Money. Right. Uh, right. a, a tragic loss in the world of music. Uh, I don't even have anything funny to say uh, other than <laughs> I one time saw Eddie Money. This is my Ed, one Eddie Money story. And it, it says a lot about Eddie Money, a.k.a. Mr. Uh, Mr. No Control. Uh, I went to see the Sugar Bowl. I went When Hawaii made their one and only Sugar Bowl appearance, I went to New Orleans on a whim to see them get destroyed by Georgia. And on my way to the stadium, I stumbled upon like a tailgate, like a sponsored tailgate thing. And it was Eddie Money live in concert. And so I stopped and freaked out and watched him. And about two thirds of the way through the show, he brings up his daughter, Jesse Money, who's probably 16 or 17 at the time. Wait, does she have to go by Money? Yeah, she doesn't go by Jesse Mahoney. She goes by Jesse Money. That's yeah. Yeah. So she's and she's like wearing like 
very revealing clothes, but she kind of looks like his face. So it's like a, it's like a sexy Eddie money. (laughs) And she starts singing like all these like very provocative songs. And he's kind of like grinding on her. And it was a little weird. I've got to say it was a little, it was too much of a a glimpse into the Eddie, not to speak ill of the dead, because I'm not at all. But it just said... The guy just had no filter whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he was a musical genius. He wrote really incredible songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, probably 10, 15 great songs that you don't didn't even know that like that many. Eddie, Eddie, yeah, easy. I easy. didn't. I didn't know. That. I know everyone just wants to say like two tickets to paradise right. or Which, you know yeah. like baby hold on to me. Right. But yeah. shaken. Uh, there's a mil- there's I'd say there's a good 10, 12, like. Top ten hits that okay. Eddie Money gave us. I didn't realize how much you love Eddie Money. I do love Eddie. Yeah, Money. which apparently is known f- from among some of your other friends. I think. From what I got the impression. Yeah, we were I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of text messages yesterday. Yeah, when he passed. Right, they were consoling you. Yeah, heartfelt for your loss. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I've always been a big fan okay. because I I do think his song like his songwriting and his song deliveries like he definitely has like a bar rock vibe. But if you listen to his songs and his song structures, like they go a little bit further. He definitely knew how to arrange songs. And I think a part of that is attributed to the fact that he played saxophone. He's the sax guy on all of his songs. So he was a musician and a singer. Okay. Actually from Brooklyn, represent, who uh, ended up trying to hit hit it big in the Monterey slash uh, Bay Area music scene and was discovered by Bill Graham. Bill Graham, who made... Basically, everyone in the San Francisco culture in that era famous. Janis Joplin, Grateful Dead, blah, okay. blah, blah. All right. And he was on Bill Graham's, I think, Wolfgang record label for his first two records. One of which, the self-titled Eddie Money, Eddie Money is a classic. <laughs> you should definitely go back and listen to it <laughs> if you haven't. So, so why, is, why is saxophone the thing that, uh, that makes him a good musician? Like, well, I think that because he played an instrument. Not just the saxophone, but an instrument. Like, yeah, he gotcha, played an right. instrument, but also not an, an atypical instrument, right? Like, if you learn a guitar, you're just drumming that because uh, you want to learn how to play guitar. But a guy that plays play saxophones took lessons, can read music, uh-huh. probably knows how to arrange music. Also, like, mm. he can kind of attribute a lot of the big saxophone sound to him and Clarence Clemens of the 80s that now is, like, you hear it and you want to throw up. Like, the... <laughs> Like the Lost Boys, you know that Lost Boy scene where the guy's like just ripping, like he's all buff and he's just ripping a sax solo and everyone's like geeked out by it. You're like, what the fuck? This doesn't work. Do you know what I'm talking about? No clue. You've never seen it? The no Lost clue. Boys movie? Lost Boys movie. Yeah. Opening Lost Boys movie. They're at like a fair Yeah. and there's a shirtless dude sax dude, dude just really oh, dieseled out with a ponytail. Not at all. And you've got like Jamie Gertz and 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 like, I feel like Corey I Feldman all watching me like yeah every second of that movie except for that you don't remember that I at don't all remember that at all it's during the fair remember that? yeah I remember the fair the opening thing like they're flying through the air you don't see them though but you get the pressure that they're they're flying through the air to the fair that guy single handedly killed saxophone wow yeah <laughs> you've never seen it I don't remember it wow. I don't remember it at all that is a shocker I've watched that movie dozens of times maybe hundreds yeah I love that movie. The first night I ever got my wife to come over to my apartment, I watched that movie with her. I knew I had her. It's like, how oh, you like your worms, Kristen? <laughs> Maggots, whatever. <laughs> it's both, dude. Worms turned into noodles. Maggots turned into rice. Come on, do your Lost Boys math. You really haven't seen this movie. <laughs> Clearly, Peter can admit it. One notch, one for Peter. Uh, 
All right. Whoa. So that's my. That, I just. I, are you not recording? There no, I am. Oh, I didn't know it was a competition. This <laughs> 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 is in the warm up. So that is. That's. That's really basically all I want to say. Just uh, rest in peace, Eddie Money. You gave us 70 of your best years. Okay. You said you had two things. Yeah. The other ones, I feel like, is just more of a rant. And just I feel get like it I out. just ranted. Yeah, seriously. Get it out. All right. Have you guys listened to this new Ryan Brasillo podcast on the Ringer Network? Mm, no. He has like a new, new one. Yeah. So he had dual threat. Right. right. And as it turned out, that was corny. Yeah. And so now it's just the Ryan Brasillo podcast. Oh, okay. And, uh, and it's very takey. And it's he does the whole thing where in the, the opening when it's not when he doesn't have a guest he does like the cold open with like it's just him talking to himself as someone else kind of oh. he's like so you might ask why does Dak Prescott get all this money well I'll tell you and like no one asked you stop making like a controversial <laughs> remark to something that no one asked a hypothetical he's a coward yeah it's totally pulling a coward which is something that that I said on a previous podcast yes. that Bill Simmons, Simmons has been doing to, yeah. Which is fine. Like, get it's your fine. bearings. Rasilla's got it's a great radio. Th- it's a voice. very common thing. Yeah, yeah right. it's 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 a it's, it's a how you do a, a solo direction, show, right? right? But he had the fucking audacity in his most recent show to bring up the Boiler Room, which is hands down one of the top three movies I think in the world. Wow! So that's he, a strong take. And he thinks that's taking. He thinks that he thinks so. He's like trying to drop some Boiler Room knowledge, right? And I don't know how familiar you guys are with the movie Boiler Room, but it's a very it's a great movie. It's a. It's. I haven't watched that in a long time. Uh, well, we've got. I got it on DVD. We can watch it tonight. Great. We could. Can't we could wait. snuggle up. Mm-hmm. We'll pull the couch out. Mm-hmm. We'll make some popcorn. It'll be great. Uh, Peter, you're staying for this. No. But there is a scene. <laughs> there is a scene where one of the guys uh, gets bumped. Like, and they're like Long Island, like yeah. traders or whatever. Yeah. He gets bumped, and this guy's like, "Hey, watch where you're fucking going." And then, uh, and then ja- Jamie Con is that? Which one's? J- Jim. Oh yeah, uh, no, Scott Con. Scott Con, yeah. yeah, James Con's kid right. jumps up and goes, "Hey, fucko, you fuck with me, you fuck with my whole fucking crew. You fuck with him, you fuck with this whole fucking crew." And Rosillo's point was that there, it was like Jamie Kennedy, like that's <laughs> and like Giovanni Ribisi, right, yeah. like his whole crew wasn't yeah, that like, hard. Yeah, tough guys, yeah. And it he gets a big Diesel. laugh, like wasn't Vin Diesel exactly. Fucking, you can hear the fucking producer, whoever it is, cousin, whatever, is like snickering, like, "Oh my god, Brian Rosillo, you just made a funny, hilarious joke." But actually, yeah, <laughs> Vin fucking Diesel was back there, knucklehead. You do the math. Don't sit there and be like, "I'm a boiler room expert," and have this great, hilarious take about how Jamie Kennedy's your crew when Vin Diesel's back there. Because Vin Diesel yeah, was triple X. He could rip. Anything off of a wall, a r- take your head off. What was the, ten seconds? What was the movie? Uh, I'll come, well, I don't know which one to go here first on, but uh, it reminds me of the Vin Diesel. Like so, okay. First of all, Boiler Room. Just because you have Vin Diesel as the one guy with a whole bunch of other like wussies in the room, not a whole bunch of wussies. It's so you yeah, got Giovanni Ribisi, Scott Con. Yeah, okay, uh, you got two guys. There's that guy. Uh, Cat, Cat. I can't. I think he's the guy that's getting in the fight. And there's a couple like just extras back right, there. Yeah. Yeah, right. no, I get it. It's a funny gag, yeah, gag sure. but you got to admit the fact that like, would you fight Scott Con and Vin Diesel ever, ever? I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. have. I don't have any friends that could beat up Scott Con and Jamie and uh, Vin Diesel. Not, maybe and they're. I, I mean, they're movie tough. I don't know if they're who's, actually tough. Who's guys. to say Jamie Kennedy isn't tough? Jamie Kennedy might be. Yeah, yeah. He's like a cokehead in the movie. Yeah, he might be the one that does like. He'd be scrappy. Yeah, yeah. Gun out and start shooting people. Giovanni Ribisi. I mean, mm. yeah. Right, you'll get like in a slapping fight with him or something. I feel like. Well, he doesn't want to fight at all. That's kind of the point Maybe. in the movie. Oh, right. I just was kind of disappointed that that Russillo is trying to come hard on a movie that he just 
It just didn't feel right to me. I don't know. I, I think it's a. I think it's a. You okay with it? Yeah, I'm indifferent on that one. So I shouldn't be too hard on him. No, no. I, th- I think you and Rasilla should make up and okay. Yeah, start talking. Pete, and stuff. You got any is, it, is it just him? Is it just Rasilla, or is, it, is he like partner with somebody? So it's Rasilla who's doing a bunch of interviews, but on Mondays he's got uh, Howie Long's kid on there. The oh yeah, uh, Chris Long. Yeah, Chris Long. Yep, and he's bad. Who's, oh, he is. Bad. Yeah. I mean, his, in his in his first episode. It oh, was I've seen bad. a lot of stuff. He's good. I think he'll get better. Okay. He was too. He he was too, like practice. Like he was he he clearly had been like doing his. He's homework. been trying. I think he's been trying to do yeah. Get yeah, this and so and, he had. Yeah. He was just like. He and they're kind of friends. Too, I think that like they. Yeah, he yeah. just came with too much info. Like he just had too much to say right off the bat. Okay. Which is kind. That's but, a bad thing. Well, if it's someone else's like inaugural podcast, I feel like mm-hmm. right. Well, isn't that part of the point? Right, it's like his first podcast. He's doing it by himself. He wants to get his voice out there. I yeah. think he's just trying to be, you know. No, but it was Rosillo's first podcast. Is what I'm saying. You're saying that Chris Long was being provocative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris Long was talking too much. Hmm. You didn't even listen to it. You're just taking the no, opposite okay, takes. Because I've I've listened. I've actually You're such a Rosillo lover. Well, I do love Rosillo. I think he's I yeah. think he's so good, weird. but he's not yeah. like. Um, You're such a Rosillo lover. Yeah, because I think he's really good at his job. He's not great, but he's just like kind of like common man good at his job. Uh, And I think Chris Long is actually really good uh, when I've seen him on other shows and programs and stuff. And I think he's really good. He's really insightful. So you say give it some time. Yeah, he's intelligent. Give it some time. Um, Yeah, yeah, give it some time. Okay. But I want to go back to this Vin Diesel thing because there's this movie, and maybe you guys will help me remember this one. It's like him. Saving Private Ryan. No, and like his three buddies who are like trying to like kids of like the mafia or their dads are like mafia bosses or whatever and they have to go to like a small town to like no idea collect money or something no idea right and so it's and i don't think it's it might be giovanna ribisi's in that one too or something but you know it's like three dudes are like kind of like not really tough but they're trying to be tough and then it's vin diesel if this movie has not been made you should write it yeah Yeah. oh man it is and so they go like the small town where it's all like hicks in the bar or whatever yeah and they all of a sudden they get confrontational with the locals this is Boiler. You just talk, you, I think this movie was called Boiler. <laughs> no, it can't be. No, it's not, okay, no. I was like, man, if I can move. But that is a part like, of So they're all like tough, and then all of a sudden, like, they're all like, yeah, you mess with the wrong guys or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, Vin Diesel comes like out of the corner and like takes like his big coat off. Yeah. And he's got like his wife beater on. Yeah. And he's like, 100. And all, everyone's like, what? And he's like, 100. And they're like, I don't understand what that means or something. He's like, I figure if you've been in 100 fights in your life, and you know you're legit or something, and just starts whooping everybody's ass. See, or that's the Vin Diesel that would have yeah. showed up in Boiler Room. <laughs> it never got to that because Scott Con whooped this dude's ass single handedly. Oh, there you go. So picks he him up and need to. No, he picks him up and throws him outside of the bar, like lands him on his head, and then just starts dropping boots on his. I face. don't remember that movie at all. I haven't seen it. I probably haven't seen that. God, in 15 it's so years. it's got one of the best soundtracks of all time. Oh, huh, really? Yeah. Maybe I just didn't appreciate that movie enough. It's. I know a lot of people really love that movie. I love it. I love it. It's incredible. All right. You guys both need to watch this before we uh, talk anymore. So I'm just going to pause this <laughs> All right. right here. Mm-hmm. So those are my two rants. For, to, yeah. Do you have any? Do you have anything that's been grinding your gears? Uh, or Peter, do you have anything that's been oh, grinding yeah, your gears? Yeah, Peter, get it out. This is therapy. I have, a, I have something I wanted to ask Peter. Mm-hmm. If this, if this, yeah, ask him because he likes to bring. Don't this give up. him a chance to. He has. Oh yeah. Answer oh, the other thing. Just keep throwing right. questions so and more Pete, topics go ahead. at him. Do you have something? I don't, but I, I, th- I suspect I know what you're going to say, and I, I'm, I'm prepared to respond. You are, yeah. So Peter John has this theory mm. that Bill Simmons can swing lines with his picks of uh, professional sports games because he has such a large fan base that if Bill Simmons says well, something that it's a he has enough of a listeners of are an influence going on in Vegas that, on that it will change the line, the line in Vegas. 
So I, I can see that. I can believe but I, but that. that. Well, let's let Peter explain. Well, no, I, I, so it's it's very uh, it's very gratifying to me that Chris Chris uh, K Chris agrees with me because I, I so it's it's more of a general point, right? Right. That, like as sports gambling becomes more popular, yep. becomes more mainstream, that there's going to be this flow of information that is controlled by people like Bill Simmons, and I think that Simmons has a huge audience, and that he says something, things happen. Not that he can like control a line, but like the stuff that he says will have influence on these other people. But could he control a line? That's what I always thought that your argument was. Like Bill Simmons could potentially yes. put a bet I, on yes. something at three points, so because he knew that if he mentioned it on a podcast, he could swing the That's, line. Yeah, yes, because he do. has millions of listeners, and and even if it's a quarter of that percent of listeners go and start gambling on that line, it will. I mean, I don't know the exact numbers, obviously, but at some point that line will start moving because too many people yeah. are gambling on that number. Yeah, and so I think like part of it is like misinformation that gets to him, right? Like I think he always talks about all these sharps that he knows, right? And like right. cousin Sal's connections, whatever. Right. And I think that people purposely feed him misinformation, even if he's not doing it intentionally to actually like swing lines one really? way or the other. Oh. I mean, you know, isn't that the smart thing to do? Like it's like financial, yeah. right? Like right. you know, and I think that all this stuff is going to have to be regulated at some point in time because like as the money becomes bigger, yeah. especially the new stuff, like the injury reports and all that stuff like that's going to have a huge impact on stuff and somebody saying the wrong thing at a ESPN you know like yeah. like live on the news is going to is going to really change stuff you think that so do you think Although, that, do you think a coach could swing a game by saying we're we're not going to start x player this week and then start him and like and, and so like, i think that's a little different i okay. think like you know like i, I think that, that, yeah that yeah. might be actually illegal yeah, exactly. And then there's yeah, exactly. Or but like I, borderline, like I don't know what the term would be, like, but it's like insider trading then or something. But you're 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 purposely doing something there. Okay, yeah. and right? it's just then that's it's such a like obvious move. Like there's so many easier ways to do that than having like a coach bench a player than right. like yeah, right. like what? Give me an example. So I don't know. Like you're you're the uh, I don't know what, whatever uh, uh, the like injury person for uh, Stefania Bell right? right for like ESPN. She tweets out a thing that says Le'Veon Bell is injured. You know uh, on Thursday he yeah. won't. He definitely won't play on Sunday. And then you know all of a sudden he plays on you know on Sunday. So like well, Woj, Woj could swing. Yeah, a lot. exactly. Right. Well, that's yeah. actually an interesting because like Le'Veon Bell just got he had like an MRI like two days ago, and everyone's like oh, freaking out, and like the fa- well, like fantasy people were like you, you know like start uh, whatever this backup guy is Jamal Williams or whoever the guy or uh, Ty Montgomery, right? You know and stuff like that, and then everyone else is figuring like oh he's probably not gonna play. And at that point, I did read the line um, was jumping already because Darnold Darnold was out, so then they were like take that line now. I think potentially whichever way you wanted it, because before like Le'Veon Bell goes out, right? So like they, I think they were already jumping on that kind of information, but then now it seems like he's he still hasn't been ruled out yet. So I don't so know where do, where does it become like like at what point is it is it bad? Like at what point is it like deceptive? Like where where would it, how would you regulate it? So I so I think the way the the financial how's it nefarious? Like, so the way it's nefarious is if you have any vested interest, right? Like if you are making some sort of news proclamation, knowing that you have like skin in the game, that's yeah. where it's nefarious, right? And right. so like the financial world is much easier to regulate because like you know and you have to disclose like if you work if you're Jim Cramer or whatever, like you you have to disclose that I own stock in this company, right, sure. and then I'm reporting news on right. it. I think that's where it's going to have to come to. Like I think that there will have to be like disclosures for like people that are consultants for you know like a ask. like a federally regulated. Uh, like bet gambling, so like, yeah, like so you'd have to you'd have to be like a licensed gambling talking expert? head. I don't know how it works. I mean, maybe it has to come to that eventually and stuff. Like but d- does but it right is- now, like you have ESPN has like their their program. It's like an hour long program called Daily Wager, right? And it's a it's a good show, and they have like experts on it, right? You know, there's like the one guy who's like 
Like they're not they're not heads of the casinos or they're not the no, managers not. Yeah, of, yeah. of the sports books or whatever. But they're just they're gambling dudes and experts, you know, they're, quote unquote. They're not, whatever. They're, they don't make lines. Right. They're not. They make well, they make it their own lines and they make their own. They're I guess they're handicappers. They make their own formulas or predictions and outcomes right. and what they think is going to happen and stuff. So, but I think the point of that show then is where they can get away with that stuff is in my eyes and or the host of the show is like Doug Kazarian is just like. They're just providing information, right? Right, and they're entertainment basically, right? right? So, and like if you and I, I usually see it like I follow Twitter, like some like you know gambling uh, handles or whatever you want to call them, and they're always like, dude, you know, or fan, even with fantasy football, it's the same thing. It was like we just give advice, right? Like, it doesn't always work out, right? Like that's why, right? But, so you can't like you're mad at me now because this player didn't do well, right? But do you think that then? So this is probably a good example of like some sort of regulatory system where if somebody's winning too much, the way that like if somebody's like giving insider trading information like that red flags, right? Like if somebody hits something big in a stock trade, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you solved it. Well, you're, right? yeah, but you, then you have like the, what they call the sharps and gambling who were like, if you know, so if, um, what I've been trying to like look at more lately, but it's really hard to come across that information is that, so that like say if it's the Tampa Bay and Carolina played the other night and everyone was like, the, the public money was on Carolina, right? right? But then all of a sudden if you start reading something, you, you see, notice something somewhere where the sharps are actually betting Tampa Bay that line's gonna affect it, right? Right, but that's legal. Like that's. But that's I know, but sort to of, a point, I guess that's that's what I'm saying. Right, but it, so it's not. It's not the same like, way that there's an algorithm on how much these guys are on how these guys can predict an outcome. There's got to be an algorithm on how much people can really win if they're betting, even if they're the top. Right, guy. but those are yeah, but the sharps aren't. You can bet as much as you want because even I mean. But what? But at what point? Like, if a talking head sharp is out there giving him. I don't. So the, the thing about that though, though, is I think the sharps aren't really the guys who are, who are out there giving away this information. Like they're winning right. too much money to share that publicly, right? So you have all these other guys who are sort of like, uh, you know, nitpicking and just kind of you know trolling all me, in the wakes of like the of the sharps. So then it seems to me that the easy solution would be, and not an easy solution, but then people talking heads, not sharps, people that are on like public media mm-hmm. should not be allowed to gamble. Right. So I absolutely think that that. So it, I think that we get to a disclosure thing, right? Like yeah. I will have bet five million dollars on this on this yeah. on this game, whatever. I don't think, that, but there's so many easy ways around that, right? So right. Like, I don't think like Bill Simmons is actually betting like huge chunks no. of money. So on this I stuff. listen. That's one thing I pay attention to a lot on when Bill Simmons talks about the lines because I'm always interested in how much he's gambling. And recently he slipped up and mentioned a ten thousand dollar bet. Mm-hmm. So I know he's betting in the thousands. Okay. Watch your mouth, Pete. Thanks. I yeah. just dribbled all over myself. Yeah, Pete just dribbled on air. First time. Guys. Yeah. Thanks for just calling Thanks out. For that, I know, yeah. seriously. Hey, stop defending Pete. <laughs> just I've been go picking with up it. Pete. I've been picking up Pete for 20 years. Just go with the show. I've been picking up Pete for 20 years. I get to pick on him more. He's the intern. Not That's while true. I'm here. You yeah. don't mess inter- with my crew. Inter- inter- <laughs> exactly. Pete's definitely the Vin Diesel of this fucking pod. Um, do I get to be. I know. Uh, ben Mo's Giovanni Rabisi because he looks like him. What? Who? I'm Jamie Kennedy. Fuck. I know I'm Jamie Kennedy. No, Mike is Mike is the Vin Diesel, right? Yeah, Mike who? Uh, cold cuts. Mike Dave cold cuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's definitely the Vin <laughs> Diesel. <laughs> yeah, Mike Davies the fucking Vin Diesel of our crew, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. That means Weaver's the Scott Con. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, totally. There's a there's a movie poster uh, Photoshop that I've got to get to work on right away. <laughs> uh, you were talking about uh, Simmons and his ten thousand dollars, right? Yeah. So I think I just feel like he probably so he bets gambles. In, I think he gambles in the thousands. Right. I think he gambles. The way that I spend, I'd say the way that I spend twenty five bucks, he probably spends 
2500 Sounds about right. right? Yeah, yeah. I could, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd buy that. I'd buy that. Which means he's just a, he's a good Which, enough gambler to do that. Well, he has enough money to do that. Well, also, like, Benmo stopped letting me place $25 bets because he's like, does that even get your dick hard? So, like, you know, like, at a point, like... Kind of. Yeah, it does yeah. for me. But, right. like, but But Ben's like, I'm not placing $25 bets anymore. Like, there's a minimum. Well, you got to pay, like, what is it, 250 No, it's like 50 I have to start at a 50 Oh, uh, okay. It's well, such an enabler. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Which is also, like, what's the difference between 25 and 50 then? Like, just let you bet 25 like if he, if he was gonna do like you gotta be three you gotta be wow. three digits here then then I could see him being like no dude I'm not taking that bet well it's I think he I I think in a way it was just him he also won't let me bet anything exotic he was just trying to like <laughs> he was just trying to like focus my gambling in a direction that I could be successful lose more money no 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 I don't think he ever wanted me to lose because <laughs> I don't even think he was betting mo- placing most of my bets <laughs> <laughs> which is. <laughs> Which is a terrible bookie, but really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like it's a good way to read your your audience. Yeah, or your your gamblers. He's like, oh man, I'm not on my nah, com- yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not on my computer. I can't do that. I'll be at home yeah. in a couple of minutes, <laughs> just to sell it once in a while. I'm telling you, man, you gotta get you gotta get his dad online. Uh, Harold. Yeah. 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 Harold is a. Uh, He's your guy now. Harold is my guy. Harold is a. Uh, I'm. I've. So you guys should know. For the first time ever, I am in week two of Harold's suicide pool. I did not lose in the first week. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So thank you, Seattle Seahawks. Oh, okay. For getting me to the uh, yeah to my own version of a promise. And I had a lengthy debate with a friend about that same thing. And um, I think he was doing two of them. Yeah. And I talked him into Seattle, and I was like, oh, God, I'm, he's going to hate me. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was, I think we settled on, on Cleveland over the Jets. Wow. And then I was like, you know what? But they didn't play the Jets. No, this week. Oh, no, oh, no. no sorry, last week. It was Cleveland over Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Thanks. And um, and I was like, that, that one's, that one's got to get... And, but then we, like, a half hour later, I came back and I was like, you know what? Actually, Baltimore might be the yeah, smarter Baltimore thing. Yeah, Baltimore was the, the right Yeah, player. and, he, and I, he didn't realize it, but he switched it. He didn't think he did, so he was cursing me out the next day. Yeah. And then he went back and looked, and he was like, nope, never mind. Sorry, forget it. I took Baltimore. I took your advice, so... I have a I so I have two this week. I have Baltimore winning this week. Okay. Because they're playing somebody garbage. Arizona. And I have in, in Harold's one, I'm just hedging. I'm just going Patriots because there's no way Patriots lose to the Dolphins. Like it just You might just prop pick whoever's playing the Dolphins every week. That's what yeah. I think. And, is might the, be I th- and I think everyone's doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Right. But there will be those weeks where like Someone's you, can't, gonna, yeah. you can't take like the Jets twice. Right, also, do oh, you want the true. Jets? No, not right now. The Jets might not. With Trevor Simeon? You don't want to yeah. take Trevor Simeon? No, but I do, th- I do think the Jets are going to just tank, and I think they're going to go after Tua, and I think that they're just going to get rid of Darnold. I think the Darnold year is over. I think, it th- I think it's over. I don't think Gase likes him. Gase loves Darnold. He's he the only him. one he didn't criticize after that game. You, you are basing this off of no knowledge whatsoever. <laughs> I am. I'm basing it off the fact that he has never mentioned once that he likes Sam Darnold, but he, always, he loves Baker Mayfield. He loves um, Josh Allen. But he never like once mentioned that he wanted Sam Darnold. That's what I'm basing it off of. Okay. When he was in Miami. Don't don't stick your tongue out at me. That's that's the information I'm basing it off of. Okay. So so when does the NFL switch its draft policy? Like when when does it become it's not the the worst record gets first pick? Like when does it turn into like NBA lottery? Uh, if a team does what Miami's doing for the next like four to five years. Yeah, you yeah. think it's going to take that long? Yeah, I think they're slow to learn and adapt. Really? Like they they think they're they think they're smart and they you know like with the with the pass interference calls and whatever they just did and stuff. But that's 
that happened way too fast for for I think for the history of like what how NFL usually does things. Mm-hmm. And I think this was a huge overreaction for them to try to rectify that that bad New Orleans game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, normally, I don't think they. And they, normally, they don't do shit until they actually or they're like forced to do something. Right. Usually, right until it's like bad public uh, public policy or whatever. So, um, so you think it's gonna it's gonna wait until after Tua and Trevor Lawrence are like all star, all pro? Oh, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then some crappy quarterback's gonna be the number one old pick, and then everyone's gonna be like, oh, they, everyone's gonna think he's really great, and then they're gonna be like, well, all right, let's go to a lottery system here, the top yeah. like five teams. So, or something. So, so, the, so should the Dolphins tank two years in a row, get Tua and Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. And no. then just yeah, and then like when they rip it up, they they sell them for something else. Yeah, wow, one of them. That's interesting. Could happen. No. Uh, Why not? That's just trusting the process, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but, but see, it's different though, you're, right? You're it's entering a world right. where you can't draft we, two we quarterbacks. Have, we have di- Why not? We have different. We have different differing opinions on this because. I believe NFL teams tank. Chris doesn't. Chris thinks it's impossible. For no, 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 absolutely possible. Yeah. No, 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 no. I believe the the organization and the front offices. Tank or put put their and the, and Miami is a perfect example of this this year. There, this is it's this is more blatantly obvious than than any other uh, any other year. I've why seen. wouldn't they have just kept Osweiler? It's, it's the play is the players. Um, the it, players aren't tanking. Players they are, just put uh, bad players. players. Are, oh yeah, they've just put bad players out. I mean, then why would Miami's they just keep Osweiler? Like a dozen players that were, that should have that could have been starters for them that were like decent. I veterans. think they cut thirty percent of their team like last week. Yeah, like just be, just before the regular season, they had all these guys who were projected to be in their starting lineups yep. or in their two deeps, and they were like really like decent players who have been around for you know five, six, ten years or whatever you want to say. And then they just got rid of them all, and it was a huge. I was reading all these articles in, from the, like the Miami reporters and stuff. But that was it was a huge deal. Like all, it was a huge surprise that all these guys were cut. Hasn't Miami's ownership seen Major League? Don't they know that this is only going to make them play harder? <laughs> I think they only saw like the first. Can't you of just the movie. see fucking Josh Rosen is wild thing oh in this movie, and Ooh, yeah, yeah, and and Fitzpatrick is is yeah, the old pitcher guy. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Who? Who plays the Who plays the catcher in that movie? I, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, oh man, this is good. Man, this who is, is he? He's. Uh, well, Berenger's Berenger's Fitzpatrick. Oh, Berenger's Fitzpatrick. Because okay. he's put because he's taking wild. Oh, thing one under last his shot wing. and like the whole thing. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right, 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 right. He's taking wild thing under his wing. I don't know who plays Willie Mays Hayes. I haven't figured that part out, but we'll get we'll fi- we'll figure uh, it out. Albert Wilson. Oh, receiver. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Speedy guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of injured. Yeah. He's Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we just got a whole other podcast topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and forty-five minutes later, um, so <laughs> I did want to. I did want to spin an idea since we have Peter here. This yeah. is this is something that I've been I've been like tossing around a little bit. So you know, like the players' union, right? The NFL players' union is probably one of the worst unions of all the players, right? Like they they agree on terrible things. They've given so much too much owner too much uh, power to to the league, sure. uh, to the yep. brand, right. and to ownership. Yep. Do you think it's possible? I know it couldn't happen, but is this a crazy idea? Because the positions are so different in the way positions are treated uh, from a money standpoint. I don't like this idea. Go ahead. Could they? Could the running backs unionize? Could the wide receivers unionize? Could the quarterbacks unionize to have like a a, a, no, a minimum it's... base starting wage? Because a running back's career is like only four to five years, yeah. and you keep seeing these running backs like holding out to like extend their careers and not get. Over damage, like 
but then you have no cohesion within the within the players trying to battle for. They're all just trying to get out for their own piece of the pie. Then and then it's better for the then it's better for the. Is owners. there anything like a sub union? Could you have like? Can, a, I don't know if you can have a union within a union. I mean, you definitely. So like, as as a former union member, right? You Ooh. definitely you definitely have like these subcategories. But I think the thing that the so first of all, like I think that the like current players are not good advocates for like the new players, right? Sure. They're they're like looking out for their own yeah. rights, and that's why there's not like good stuff coming up for the, the newer people. Right. But I think the thing that they should do is abolish the draft. Like I think that that's the interesting thing. Why? Well, I mean, totally. so like, yeah, so like you you let the market set the rate mm-hmm. instead of like having you be slotted into these different like positions for like that's the salary you get. Just let people negotiate for whatever they what their whatever their market value is. So then you get rid of the salary cap, yeah. Because then then it's just whoever. No, whatever, you don't get rid of the salary cap. Yeah, you keep the salary cap, but then like you know be, the the reason why running backs so it's are an so auction valuable. instead of a draft. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which we should do yeah. for that other yeah. thing that we all do that you're not allowed to talk about on this podcast. No, but it's also what they used to do for slaves. So it's interesting that you're right. now taking it right. to that place because that is the one thing about the NFL right. that's o- the only difference from slavery. The NFL is the draft. They're the only random thing. You would basically be having – you would have a, a man standing there with all of his stats and then a bunch of white fucking owners being like, I'm at a time for the fame, 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 fame. Oh, I'll take him. Give me him. Yeah, he looks like a good breed. So like, you bring a, him was, over here. Like There, there was this a brief is, period of time that I was considering letting my children listen to this, but yeah. like about two seconds in, I was like, yeah, that's, that's a terrible <laughs> idea. Um, so it is, I'm not – I'm not – It is. It is I, so I, I think there's there's a lot of, of – so, of, of, Parallels between the way that we treat socioeconomic parallels to the way we treat NFL players to the way well, that all we, sports. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I I definitely agree with that. But I think the draft is actually worse because it's like you are owned by a organization. You don't have any agency to actually choose that organization. That person is choosing you. I don't think there should be you go to the highest bidder, but that the player has the option to choose their team and negotiate a salary with all thirty-two NFL. Then teams. this sounds like that college football is the real problem in this in all of this because call this this p- ruining your 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 self to play for a school that you don't are never going to graduate that doesn't benefit you anyway, especially from a monetary standpoint, but it also lessens your negotiating abilities because you can't hire a, an agent until after you're out of college. So that like either you have to you should be able to hire an agent in college, you should either be able to get paid in college or you should not have to play college. Sure. I mean, I, I don't think these are mutually exclusive yes. arguments. Right. I think like you can you can agree to both. I, I do think that college players should be allowed to have agents. I think they should be paid, but I think that like after you graduate, you are done with your obligation to college. Like it is fulfilled its obligation of like giving you more marketability, letting you show like what you can do. Right. And then you should be able to get a job like everyone else does and negotiate with any employer, not just you be want. chosen. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The, what if the, that would be you're right. That's so, when you put it in, a, in like a very layman term, when there's like sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But if like you came what if you came out of Pullman and 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 the architect architecture firm that you wanted to work for <laughs> The architecture firm of, of Thompson and Thompson was like was like we want you and you're like I don't want to move to Sioux Falls right yeah basically which yeah which is which is kind of like what but we all do coming out like and, you know depending on what your major is but you know I I mean I was in broadcasting and then like I would have had to go on to Sioux Falls right or Utah or something right. and then like at that point I was like I don't want to go there and be like some schlubby weekend sports reporter guy and do that. And so I stayed in Seattle and I worked for, I actually interned for the Seattle Seahawks for a year. Right. You know, and so you got that t-shirt and uh, no, um, but, uh, yeah, but, but I think the more to, to Peter's point though, is, is that without a draft, the, the one good thing about this is, and it's not with 
not becoming what you were talking about is that they have they have someone who's a representation and they're not just going to the highest bidder. They're picking and choosing and negotiating their own salaries and contracts. So Zeke can, when Ezekiel Elliott comes out of the draft, or not out of the draft, but out of college and goes, hey, you want me? Dallas, all right, you're paying me five to six million dollars a year instead of a million and a half or whatever, right? Well, or wait. I'll go... I'll go play for New England. But for, he wouldn't go to New England because New England has crazy state taxes, where Texas doesn't. Right. Well, and that, so, so right, it would just so, all be all these players would just want to go to California well, and, or to go and, to Florida and Texas. And I think that's that's part of that problem and, and the benefit of the draft is that every team gets a chance to to, to draft supposedly the, you know the top or the better players, right? Because because if you're just winning, if you're if you're Pittsburgh and New England and and the Rams and Philly or whatever, and like you're the top four or five teams. What's to stop them from just signing the you know like the ten to twenty best players each? And I, then, no, you know, and then Miami and Cincinnati can't really get anybody. And so I that's think, the idea. I, at least that was the idea originally of the draft: is that everyone gets a little fairer shot at, right. at the talent. Which I think now, which so, I still think is there's some benefit to that. I do in the NFL. I don't in the NBA. I think there's enough talent in the NBA where this system could work. I think getting rid of the draft in the NBA would actually work because. You, you have, there's no one's going to want to go to Oklahoma go City. Yeah, so I actually, yeah, I think it's actually the reverse. Really? I think I think the NFL is more amenable to just like a like an open market. Think there's more talent. So I don't think there's more talent, there's but I think because positions. you have a salary cap, exactly, and there's so much kind of like volatility in that, right. that you can't kind of like load up on the 25 best players in the NFL. That's just prohibitive. But for the right. NBA, like plus injuries, plus injuries, exactly. But, see, but so what I what I worry about is the smart teams like New England. Yeah, they'll kill everyone. Right, but they'll also like you. They'll take less to go there, right? Like if if you want to you want to play you want to play for a winning team coming out of college and not and not Cincinnati the Bengals you're going to go to New England and I'll I'll, I'll take two million dollars so I, I think there are enough right? selfish people that bet on themselves especially in the NFL that they be like too, yeah right so I, I think there's a there's a certain percentage of those players though who will be like listen I'll go to the highest bidder I don't care because then right. I can make it a second contract or do whatever else and blah 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 um but I think I think enough guys that's where you start recruiting guys or maybe start working with with um with the agents where it sort of becomes a gray area potentially with like Belichick, you know, obviously, you know, Antonio Brown, like two hours after he got dropped by the Raiders went to the Patriots, you know, it's like, obviously there was some back channels working there, I mean, you know, that was going on. So like, you know, Drew Rosenhaus is putting Antonio Brown in, in the best position possible. For so him. what if, why don't, then why don't we just turn it into like football clubs where you're like, where you're grooming kids out of like, you know, elementary school. Like you're, you're just picking. Yeah, I don't think that's the right nomenclature that you're using. Why grooming cl- kids? I think that that's a that's a different connotation of badness. Why? Why? Uh, we should talk about that offline. Well, <laughs> no, but, but do you know what I mean? Like, let's. It's like soccer. Yeah, you have like soccer clubs, clubs, and like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, isn't that like the the whole point of like we like the reason why there's not like a minor league in the NFL is because it's all college football, right? Right. Like, isn't yes. that, isn't right. that the and other thing that you're running up to be against? Able to, like, football yeah. clubs are ta- like football clubs are taking kids that are in the like. 12, 13, 14. Right. And, like, and basically raising them right. themselves but, but, but at there's academies. No, but there's no college right. soccer analogous in like... And the, the NFL teams don't have to spend millions of dollars to do that when they just have the colleges doing it for them basically right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. So you think college... So it wouldn't, go, college it wouldn't extend into high school? No. I no. I mean, I mean, how many guys coming out of high school, football specifically, how many guys coming out of high school... Are ready to play f- football, like not ready to play zero. football, but are prospects. But then, but then, what are you doing? Then you're, then you're, then you're putting money into a prospect that you're grooming to. But then, where's where? Like, so later. then Sorry he's playing. So it's like it's so so. Just say like they they sign a deal with the XFL because the XFL apparently is is offering contracts to players to like leave college 
or if players right. want to leave college or not go to college, they can just play in the XFL, I think, apparently. Right. So, so now the NFL signs like a, an agreement with the XFL to be sort of their minor league teams. So now you're playing, these guys are playing in like this subdivision, yeah. not in college. That's not what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, so I, so I think the problem with, uh, so going back to, to Chris's point about kind of like high school, too, like high school is also a huge industry, too. Right. Yeah, like all yeah, these FIA yeah, games, yeah, yeah, like, right. yeah, there's yeah, yeah, no yeah. way you're going to take money out of those people's pockets. I mean, they're, they're going to Those kids are going to high school. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think but who's the, to say the Raiders aren't going to be talking to a high school kid? But oh, I see. Oh, so like they they have like an established relationship with, with the, the agent. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like I'm okay with that. I mean, I think that like you can't get around that, and I right. don't think that like there's. And that's what happened with Ben Simmons. Have you seen One and Done on Showtime? No. It's an incredible documentary. It's about his one year at college at LSU, and clearly he was talking to Rich Paul like in high school. Right. And I mean, his sister went to work for Rich Paul's agency while Ben Simmons was in college. That's um, yeah. So I, I think that that's um, I, I there's those are really hard things to regulate, and I think they're really complicated. But yeah. I think that I don't like see a gambling, problem with like that. gambling sharps. Yeah, totally, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's yeah. why everyone turns a blind eye to it, and then yeah. everyone's just like, act surprised when LSU or Duke or Arizona gets in trouble for you know some basketball scandals because right. they're playing paying players. Exactly. I mean, like you know, like it's we actually happening, yeah. but no one wants to admit it or actually like talk about it. Yeah. I mean, we, we have that. We have that friend that we knew was getting paid in in college. You know, getting bags of cash dropped off for them. Yep. Like, I think like it's an it's an open secret. Why not we just make it transparent and like have it just be out in the open? Of, like, I totally agree. You've sold me. Excellent. But what, sorry, what I'm hung like, up on this though is like that so they're talking to they're talking to it in high school, but then they're not talking to a high school. They're talking to a no. They're talking to the player in high school, right? Yeah. But then to say you're coming with us. At what point? At junior high, at at whatever level that they think that there's a prospect. Wait, so then you just have a 14 year old on the on the Raiders like practice squad? No, you have a 14 year old that you're going to sign because it's an open market. You know you will in, get him. in six years. Yeah. So I so I, the problem with that. So I, I like I think like I get Chris is like you know you want to make connections and all that stuff, but I think what K Chris is saying is like how do you actually convince that 14 year old to say like I. But then you don't know if he's going to be any good in yeah. six years. How? Yeah. Why not? These these kids, these high school kids some, are coming. Are these okay. high school kids or, and junior high kids, like Colin Kaepernick, for example, he was he, he transferred yeah, are, he transferred high schools. Like a lot of these kids are transferring high schools. They're tra- they're they're being they're 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 being not groomed. They're they're learning how to become professional athletes at a very young age. Not just football, baseball, etc. But my point is like who so. So here's the thing. So I, this is what happens in this is what happens in Portugal. Like who, who's the really big soccer player from Portugal? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Ronaldo was ta- was a super dirt poor kid. Was taken from his home when he because he was a prospect at like 12 or 13 years old. Yeah, was yeah. Put into an FC academy. Right, right. Taken away from his family and and essentially made into a professional athlete. Who's to say the Raiders wouldn't do the same thing? So they have a, they have an academy. So you skip yes. you skip high school. You All skip of college. It. You have a Raiders academy that just t- that just takes these kids and is like you're now a part of the Raiders Academy so, so, of and and you you come over here you you do high school with us you and then you can go to like whatever yeah, college yeah. you okay, choose so, but you're our property yeah, yeah, and yeah. when and when the, quote the unquote problem, auction think, day starts then you will come and work for us but i think the problem especially with football i think more specifically than any other sport is that the guys who are in high school get get recruited to like go to Alabama or USC and they're four-star, five-star players, yeah. right? And they're nationally heralded. That whole system is kind of a joke, actually. Um, 
But those guys, like, I don't know what the percentage is, but there's numbers in there, but it's a, it's a pretty decent number that those guys actually don't pan out. Now, a lot of them do, and it's probably like 40% of like those but guys. This is all about the top recruits, edge, right? If right, you, yeah, yeah, no. So I'm saying it's like, but it's, it's a bigger gamble in football to, to, to think that that guy in junior high or a freshman in high school is going to be a good as he is then, you know, four years, five years, six years from, from that point. And a lot of those guys get offers and scholarships when they're really young. And then when it comes time to actually to go, they actually drop those scholarships because they realize he's not as good or they find yeah. someone better in high school. I mean, yeah, so there's like, what, 250 D1 schools out there and those rosters are 100 deep. You right. know, yeah. like that's a, that's a pool that is unsustainable for I like think the that NFL the, I to think, do. I think, right. I think, I think, I think it's too Have hard. Have you guys watched like yeah. QB1? Have you watched these like high school, like these high school quarterback shows? Right. So, but so then, so then maybe you have a, so then basically, it's I a, think in the quarterback position, like a, you definitely see that. I think you definitely mm, see I think that. a lot of those. The, 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 if there was a 6'4 the UC, kid, yeah, I mean, like the USC guy just is like transferring because he was fourth on the depth chart and he was their number one recruit like two years ago yeah that happened with that happened with martell who's now at university right. of miami and he's not a good quarterback. he's not a quarterback and so he i think that's he's a starting quarterback no, trying out. no 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 oh oh ohio state yeah but the other guy who went to miami now though is like a receiver now or something martell right? yeah no, he's not a the quarterback guy? No, no no he lost his starting job he's in as he, of when the week beginning one? of the season yeah i don't and then there was so. something he was practicing with wide receivers to try that try his hand at that really yeah Anyway, so but the point, but that's sort of the point, though, is that those guys, it's fluctuates. It's too, it's too uh, volatile. Volatile, yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially in football, like basketball, I think it's probably a little yeah. bit easier to do, right? Like you just have natural ability, talent, Man. and you're an athlete. Like football is like you have to develop physically, mentally as a quarterback. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I I mean, I see what you're saying and I understand it, and I I wouldn't be surprised if like somehow it's, it's gonna be. I think you're just walking. Tried to do that, but I think, I think having this, I I, I, I just. But I think they're blowing too. They're blowing millions of dollars in, in too much volatile potential, whereas I, they can just rely on the system that's going now, and it works so much better for them. It works better for the owners for sure. Yeah, it doesn't work for the players. The players have a terrible union. So it will never work out because the players have a terrible union. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, totally. Absolutely. But I don't know if that would be good for the pl- well. Would it be good for the players? Yeah, because the kids make money sooner. Fine. Well, kids wouldn't end up in Green Bay unless they wanted to. Yeah. Right. Well, you. I mean, it's also like the head coaching, right? Um, Pete? Thing too <laughs> is that like you only have so many. There's only so many jobs, right? And you have 30 yeah. teams. Like you're gonna play for one of those teams. Exactly. But I if you know. can help to pick and choose where you want to go, most I think I'm, I still I think don't I'm, see it. I just don't see it. But I. I, I mean, I. I see the benefits. I see it. I see how it benefits the players. I don't see how it benefits the owners. Well, I think that's the point, right? Like we're yeah. we're, we're talking about player advocacy and kind right. of like you know democratizing right. all that stuff. Right. We don't. Yeah, we want we want this, the the pot to be split better. So that's right, to, and that's to, never going to happen because so, the owners aren't going to allow that exactly. to happen, and they control the league. Right, because, because the commissioner reports to the owners. Yeah, because the players union gave him that freedom. And well, I think in all sports that happens. Basically. I don't think so. I think I NBA. Think, I think is. the NFL they gave they. They actually, in the last negotiating round, like gave Goodell the right to control they, the brand. Was was the was well? The they also gave him the right to like con, uh, to hand out discipline. Yeah, and that was kind of exactly. too. So they gave over more control. But yeah. the NBA is is the is uh, Adam Silver reports to the owners, right? right? And that was the whole thing about the problem with Donald Sterling, and and even though everyone knew how bad of a dude he was for like twenty years, they couldn't do anything about it. Because he was an owner, and the rest of the owners weren't going to like oust this guy because they might have skeletons in their own closet to give. They weren't going to give the commissioner power to throw this guy out on his own because he until can't. He, until he started saying right, until he was really so bad that everyone else was like, "Oh God, we got to get away from this guy." 
let's get away from this topic. Yeah, uh, we need to make picks. Yeah, let's do it. Because we're 45 minutes this is in what, already. This is what happens when Peter John comes on. It gets all heady <laughs> and boring, and we ramble on about shit we don't know anything about, except Peter, and we try to guess, and then Chris talks. I think and we did Chris a good job. Talks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Vote, it, vote in, folks, if you thought that was interesting. Okay, so week two lines. Boring. Yeah. You and I... Yes. Uh, oh, you know what? Let's go back. I always do this. I always forget about last week. I just want to move on and move forward. Why? Let's I don't like looking back. Yeah. But me neither. we have I'm, to. I'm a forward thinker. Yeah. Um, you finished strong because of Monday night. Yeah. You had two wins. Yeah. So your week one record is eight and seven. That's right. <laughs> Woo! 500, baby. 500. Yeah. Just a, just a pinch you of You can't lose with Chris. Nope. Uh, unfortunately, you could lose with me on the other hand because I went six and nine. Really? Yeah, I lost Monday nights. I'm surprised by that. I lost Monday nights. You know what? The, we the were both six and seven going into Monday. I'm gonna get this tattooed on my forehead backwards so I see it in the mirror. Never bet on week one. It's just <laughs> stupid. To be fair, you made that advice actually before you made the picks. Right? Yeah. I knew it, yeah. but yeah. yeah, just don't do it. It's a it's a fucking crapshoot. It's or the stupidest week two, thing. I think, too, because week two is a lot of. Right. Week two is, oh, Peter's getting his paper ready. The intern is correct. Are you ready? He's got them all circled. And I should note that... uh, No, these lines are going to change. I don't know if this is going to... crushed his first white clam, and it's impressive. Uh, Oh, man, I love them, dude. I was drinking them all last weekend, and I'm I'm all on board. And the ruby grapefruit is the best one, I think, of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So thank you, Peter. So what were you saying, Chris, with the... The lines are going to fluctuate. Lines have changed a little bit since uh, I've wrote them down. Um, I don't know when you when you made your picks already, but you've got all the teams circled already. That's so fine. That's, uh, I, so did not, going... I didn't actually make any of these picks. These are uh, these have been delegated to my children. So I think that. Oh I'm, really? Yeah. Oh. You're doing a kid pick? I am. Oh my god! It's parents' corner. Is that allowed on the show? Oh, I let my dogs pick. We actually let my dog pick the Super Bowl <laughs> one. So it's yeah, the same that's true. shit. That's true. It's the same shit. Yeah, we can't talk. Uh, yeah. what, is this the part where I can't? I, I have to like stop swearing because you're gonna let your kids. Oh no, no, absolutely part? not. No. I think that this is this is clear. They should this never, is all they should never listen I know. To really? But what all. about starting now? Nope, like, I don't think so. No. Why? Because right. we're gambling. Yeah, now. I won't swear. Starting now. All right, go. Um, okay, but, so we got off to a bad start in week two. Thursday we picked it offline. We both went with Carolina at home minus six and a half. Yeah. We might have even gotten a seven on that when I looked it up again. Maybe it was seven. It was seven. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter either way. They both uh, Carolina lost outright. Right. Which means that this week, if New Which Orleans Which means Chris lose, is just all over Tampa Bay for the rest of the season, basically. I love, I love Tampa Bay. Yeah. Still loving them. Uh, one thing we're going to do this week, because we have Peter here, maybe we'll continue, maybe we won't. Uh, we're going to do a three-team parlay that we all agree on, mm-hmm. and we're going to go pit, play it at Rivers Casino tomorrow in downtown Pittsburgh, or just outside of downtown Pittsburgh, North Shore Pittsburgh, okay. I guess it would be, sure. right? Uh, I'm going to cash in. My uh, my gambling winnings from when Chris uh, gave me a great hot tip on betting the Netherlands. I still got my ticket. Mm-hmm. Peter was there when I placed the bet. We're gonna cash it in. We're gonna put it on a parlay, a three team parlay. So we'll do that at the end. All right. Oh, speaking of, of hot tips, I said all right. Yeah. All said, right. All right. All yeah, right. Thank you. All right. Uh, speaking of hot tips, hot um, tips. WNBA uh, playoffs are starting or has had started. Have they? They start. Yeah, there was two like the early games were on Wednesday. I saw a great block shot the other night. Um, three of the four top four teams finish the season was the Mystic. You predicted um, the Aces. I don't remember. Oh, the, the Vegas and, yes. and the Sparks. And you, the Sparks. Pre- you predicted I, Vegas. I predict all three of those teams would be congratulations. The top. Yes. So I realized. I really should be trying to, like, maybe focusing on gambling WNBA more. You should, yeah, 100%. Uh, but every time I tried to, like, look and read stuff, I was just like, uh 
I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> you can't make it your wheelhouse. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And like, the, it's really hard because you can't really watch all the games. Well, and kind you of know like what? You can't. It's hard. And also, like, they don't have a lot of like they don't have a lot of prop bets. And yeah. it's, it's also the lines are not that great. Like, I don't think they're doing. There's a lot of gambling sites that don't, don't give service play. to the WNBA. Exactly. Yeah, That's so it's hard. really hard to kind but of. But as soon as DraftKings does, I think I think you should work on this because DraftKings pays people to be their expert at every fucking sport. Right. I, I, and I've noticed that there's holes there for a lot of gambling sites that don't actually have WNBA. And I was like, I think that might be an in, even for both of us potentially. And speaking of DraftKings, or if, if the intern wants to get in on this too, of to course do some he research, he, lo- he would love to work for us. Yes. So yeah. yes, what was that? So Peter, John, you're gonna you're gonna look up and find the sites that don't service the WNBA. <laughs> I mean, you, guys, you guys are the ones giving me school credit for this. I feel like I, I'm obligated to whatever you. Yeah, tell you should me to do. do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I also think we should continue to call. I noticed this on last week. We call FanDuel FanDuels, which is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> That's such a Yinzer Pittsburgh thing to do. Oh, We're no. like, oh, FanDuels. Fan yeah, we should get on FanDuels. Yeah, yeah. So let's, fan just, let's keep calling it FanDuels because it sounds hilarious. Okay, yeah, let's do it. All right, okay, great. All right, so anyway, moving on uh, back to week and two. We're going to give games. Peter. We're going to give Pete a pick, but he's apparently giving it to his kids. So I already, I already know. We'll, we'll workshop okay. that one. Yeah. So all right. So Sunday games now. Going into this one, I have not sworn. Big first uh, opening line, first game. Arizona in Baltimore plus twelve and a half. Yeah. Can the Arizona offense, which will most likely be playing from behind As again, they did last week, score enough points in in garbage time to sort of narrow this double digit gap? I don't know if I... I'm still so confused about Baltimore, right? Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. Everyone's so... I can't really quite believe that they're this so, good yet. Yeah. They also played Miami. Yeah. I, everyone's so geeked out. I, I, it is over... I mean, week two is overreaction. I hate a double-digit line in week two. It, it, that feels very overreactive to me. Overreactive-y to me. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> let's go with that. Yeah. I'm going with overreactive-y, and I, I'm... I'm a, I'm a Kyler Murray believer. I'm a Kyler believer. <laughs> it took was one game. Yeah, I, I like him. Yeah, I, I think you're lying to me. I like him. I think you're lying to me. He's great. <laughs> Top. I love that coach, but too. You're Clingsbury. Taking... Yeah, I'm taking him. Yeah, Cliff. Um, Man, that's what I've been struggling with, too. Is I, Baltimore, I think, will just... I think they'll murder him on offensively and defensively. So I think they're going to put up a lot of points. But, again, garbage time. Take the over. Take the over. Oh, yeah, take the mm-hmm. over on that one. Yeah, that sounds like a nice over one. Uh, whew, man. Baltimore defense, secondary. This one, oh, man, I don't want to gamble on this one at all. <laughs> I will. I'll follow your lead. Yeah, you I'll should. take Arizona in the You points. should do that. All right, now. The kids have the opposite play. They're, they're, uh, they're all Ravens all the way. They believe really? the number two ranked defensive uh, of Baltimore. Do they just like purple? Probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Lamar. <laughs> Who doesn't like Lamar? No, he's so nice. Did you see when they were giving out game balls? Did you catch a part of that? Uh, so they were giving out game balls at the Ravens game, and 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 a Harbaugh gave him a ball, and he like seemed genuinely like aw shucks about it. And then they gave one to the GM, and I was like, gross, Ugh. such a Harbaugh move. <laughs> Who took over for Ozzie Newsom? Actually, I have no idea. He was the assistant oh, GM, who's gotcha. supposed to be really good in his own right, and that's why they they brought him in. They kind of forced Ozzie out, which. It's a little disrespectful. If I was Ozzy, I would have gone to another team. I think Ozzy had some skeletons in his closet. Yeah, Yeah, they were starting to peek out there. He really should have gone back to the Cleveland Browns and made that team really good, actually, since he was... What do you mean? They are really good. They got Freddie Kitchens (laughs) as a coach. That guy's good. Clearly. 
Very good. Peter, if you were picking this game by yourself, would you have any insight? Into... No, I, I, I like the Ravens. I yeah. Think, yeah. yeah, I think I, I agree. There's a lot of overreaction, but uh, yeah, I think uh, the Arizona is just uh, not, not. Yeah, bad. on the road. Yep. Come on, guys, yeah. let's fucking yep. get to this oh, one. God, game. I think I'm flopping oh, here. Sorry. I think I'm flopping here. Let's. Hey Am guys, I going Baltimore? I think I'm going to change it to Baltimore. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I'm going Baltimore. I got it. You got swayed yeah, by, by James King, <laughs> by James and Romy. That's amazing. I like it. Am I allowed to yeah. say their names? Yeah, sure. Okay. You good. just did. Yeah. So, all right, next game. Their, I'm not even putting their pictures in your phone number on. This one's the Battle of yeah. New York. Okay. Buffalo. Yeah. Is that in New York still? Yeah. I thought eh. Bon Jovi moved it to Toronto. They might have. I don't know. It's, you know, okay. it's close there. So, um... It's on its own sovereign country, I believe. Buffalo travels south to the bottom of the state, minus two against the Giants. I can't. I didn't. They're want, the road favorite. So when I said the word Toronto, I forgot that I did want to mention. Did you guys see that the Toronto Raptors uh, made the first branded hijab? Uh, they're yeah. So to to have like more exclusive or more inclusive fan base. So they had the first ever branded hijab. Is by the Toronto Raptors, a team I hate, but now have a very appreciative love in my heart for. I That's thought that awesome. was a ballsy fucking yeah. move. Sorry, I can't not swear. That's right. I thought that was a very. I I just respected that move. So Toronto, I give you a lot of guff. But this one was that's that's a stand up move. Of course, it's not an American country, but you know, or American team, <laughs> but like whatever, okay. I'll take it. Uh, so what yeah. is the line again? Uh, Buffalo two. minus two uh, on the road against. Against the Giants? The Giants? Giants are getting oh, two dude, points. Th- how? What? No. Should they be getting more points? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I completely agree. Uh, Giants. Mm. Allen's got magic, dude. You know, doesn't have magic. It's like weird. It's like dark magic, though, right? Because it's yeah, like ugly magic, I like it, right? Yeah. yeah, I kind of like it too. Black yeah. magic. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> Peter, what say you? Uh, we're going with Buffalo. Nice. That's right. Across the board there. Yeah. Oh, this might be a parlay team. Wait, they're going against your favorite Daniel Jones? Your own I do love Daniel Jones. Golden boy. <laughs> I do love him so much. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? What was, what's his nickname? If people give him, it's like a, it's like a, it's like Danny, I don't I know. I think it's Eli Manning. Yeah, I think that's Baby Eli, yeah. Is that Eli? Yeah, I don't know. There's, I, I've seen like people like try to give him a nickname, I think, and it's like, mm, no. it's, it's weak. It's weak. No. I think he might. It's like be. typical New York dumb nicknames. He's definitely. It's like Danny Two Guns or something. Did I don't you know. see Eli that game? I, it was like I was just watching it just to see how bad he was, just so I could like bait people with like troll texts. Like that's how bad it's gotten for me. <laughs> I like I can't keep away from Eli. I just watch him just enough. You love watching like the things you hate the most. I know. Yeah, I know. I've, I've learned this about you now. Okay, next game. Another. Uh, NFC East rivalry. It's not another one. It's you, just it's the take, first NFC East rivalry. First, yeah. Dallas goes to D.C., plays against uh, that team in Washington that we don't talk about the nickname. Dallas oh. minus six. By the way, I show this to you, Peter. I, I, should, I, should, there's, I don't have the picture for you. It's pretty harsh. But I thought there was a weird... I was watching that game. It was, it was uh, Skins-Eagles last week. I was watching it on television. And the NFL has this new, brand new um, hat system for all the teams, they're all white hats. It's white on white. So it's the white logo's white. white. But there's like a, the, like, like there's one color black outline. On black. Uh-huh. There's yeah. one color outline around the logo of the team. But I'm watching this game and then they keep they keep you know like showing like Jake Rude on the sidelines of, of the skins. And I'm looking at the hat, I'm like, this is this is really this is kind of bad. Look. 
It's so, the Redskins logo all white. So it's like oh, whitewashing oh, the, the yeah. Redskins logo. That's pretty awful. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. did not everyone like, like how do we, this? like, they're like, insult and I've not injury? seen sure. anybody comment on this at all. How has Daniel Snyder gotten away with this for so long? But it's, they do this for every team. So, like, the Eagles had one too. So it's all white. Sure. No, I know, but it's, but still, I just it's the like, team name. Right. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. Well, the whole thing, I know. But the, apparently the guy's just a huge. No, yeah. no, no. He had a real. Native American, come on TV. <laughs> Say it was okay. And apparently that was enough for everyone. Uh, right. Okay, so with that being said, Dallas on the road, minus six. I'm taking Dallas and giving up the points. This is uh, Washington, I think, is pretty terrible. They're not going to be able to run, especially with old-ass Adrian Peterson. Right. Uh, I'm, taking, I'm taking Dallas all day on this. Guys, this is a classic, this is a classic move. Uh, Ann's in the house. Ann, say hi. Tiptoeing. Tippy toe. And it, it, this is crazy. We got Ann in the house. Oof. We got PJ. Um, I uh, so I sometimes place a futures bet with my old friend uh, Matt Rafer Austin. Hello, darkness, my old friend. And uh, yeah, and Matt Rafer Austin, out of the blue the other day, texted me. He's Skip like to my Lou. He's like, yeah. Well, his name is Matt Austin, but I call him Rafer. Oh, he's okay. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was like, yo, let's take Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. He's like, what are the odds? Mm. So I feel like. I don't hate it. You know, you know what we did though. <laughs> we hit Baltimore <laughs> to win the Super Bowl <laughs> plus two plus twenty five hundred. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Twenty five bucks wins you a thousand dollars. Baltimore is always one of those teams that like somehow win the Super Bowl like every five to six years or something. Yeah. So we did that, but I do like. I'm just gonna go with his pick because he does. He feels something in in Dallas. In Dallas, so I I too will feel something in Dallas. Great. Uh, the kids like uh, the kids like the Washington Redskins. They like the we Snyders. don't call them the Redskins here. I know. All right, the Red Bulls. I like it. <laughs> Red Bulls, because we want to make them a t- that that just like you know the Red Bulls of New York, New Jersey. I remember the idea. Nice. Wow. Wait. So they're. Oh, I did the wrong one. They're they going, like because they can. Right. We should we should have a sound bite of Romy saying murder was the case. <laughs> right. Now. Oh, that would be a good one. Right. Actually. Yeah. That would be nice. That'd murder be great. was the case. I take Oh, we can play that all the time. Okay. Next game. Uh, another conference rival, Indianapolis, goes on the road into Tennessee. That's a conference rival. That is a conference rival. I, it doesn't I make sense to me for yeah. some reason as I read it, but it, it is, weird. right? But Indianapolis is the road dog, plus three and a half. Pete, why don't you take this one first? Yeah, so the kids aren't, they're, they're not a uh, Jacoby Brisket fan. They, uh, they, they went with uh, Marcus Mariota. And the, uh, it sounds like, Titans. of course they did. Based, yeah. on, based yeah. on your fantasy starting lineup this I week, know. I'd say you are a Mariota it's believer. It's just too. to neg you, buddy. Yeah, it's funny. Everyone that he's dropped. It's you're funny. Yeah. Win you're just picking up all my leftovers. That's, That's right. fine. <laughs> it's not a bad system, actually. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what's your pick on this one? Uh, I do. I do like the Colts. I think they're. I still think they're good. I watched them last week. It's mm-hmm. one of the games I actually watched. Mm-hmm. They got to get Hines moving. They got to get that guy the ball. That's the only issue I think with this team. Like, he's a receiving running back. Is he on your fantasy team? No. Oh. No. Okay. He was. Yeah, he was. Okay. We're not doing fantasy. But I know, but you just really like that guy. I think. Too. I do. Yeah. I really do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think. I was like, so you're picking Indy. Yeah. Great. I'm gonna agree with you. I think Tennessee was fluke. Fluke. Way overrated. Um, although the whole Henry thing kind of scares me that they somehow they've just got a little bit of magic with, with him running there somehow. He's very good. I running. just don't know if they can keep that up. And, and I think Indy is a really good team and a really good defense. Yeah. I think they stopped the run very well. I'm taking Indy, and it's three and a half points, and I think that it's our first game with the half point comes the into play The half point here. does come into play. Yeah. Great. 
Okay. Next. Next, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Main, Mayhew. Yeah. Me, Gardner. Minchu. 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 Uh, my boy. Yeah. Eight and a half in Houston. Right. Uh, I, I, did you guys watch this Houston game? Did uh, Houston, Houston Saints? Saints? Yeah, I did watch the game. How'd they, they look? They, honestly, they looked, well, they looked impressive offensively. And those two last... Hides um, the guy, right? That's what's happening. No, no, I don't think. I mean, he he did okay. He wasn't great, but they just. Uh, I mean, Watson is incredible. And, yeah, I and heard. I heard he got get he's getting beat. And up New Orleans' defense is, is. I think it's one of those things that's like everyone thinks they're good and they're not, and then when everyone thinks they're bad, they're they're good kind of thing. And I think New Orleans' defense is probably not good this year. So this is eight points. And I think you can pass on them. It's eight and a half. Ooh, that feels like a lot. But Jacksonville did implode last week. Jacksonville did implode. They put up a lot of points against a terrible Kansas City defense, passing-wise. I'm going to be – I want to go Jacksonville. I'm just going to do yeah. it. I just, yeah. I just – I don't know why. I feel like this could be like Nick Foles is going to whisper and be like, hey, guy, you can do this. Anyone can. As a backup, there's no risk. Jacksonville's defense, I think, is still really good. They played – I mean, they, you, again, they, they played a really the, hard offense. Right, they played a really hard offensive matchup with. Um, I think they can – I think they keep Houston in check just enough. If we get beat by two kids, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> I think Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville. I don't know. If, I don't think Jacksonville is gonna win this game, but I think they're gonna be able to cover eight and a half. Points. Okay. So I feel like Chris did this on purpose because he knows my kid is a, uh, a Jacksonville. He's a fan. Jacksonville yeah. fan, so he is there. There, one thousand percent on yeah. board of Jacksonville, yeah. and that's why I don't want to lose to a kid. So I'm gonna that's pick. Smart. I'm gonna pick that's what they smart. pick whenever. I like I can. that. Actually, that's a really good. Now that's good inside inside <laughs> trading. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Next game. L.A. Chargers. Okay. This is your pick. Yes. They go to my Detroit Lions. Wait. They're your Detroit Lions? <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> That's gross. That's dirty. Uh, Detroit is the home dog plus one and a half. Ooh. What? Yeah. Which? No. Yeah. Chris is shaking his head. No. I am inclined to agree with him, even though I'm not high on Chargers. I still think they're like good enough, and like one and a half points isn't anything to basically put out there to like try to Who win. Who's a Hall of Fame quarterback on their team? <laughs> I would take that team. Um, it's close, really. No, I'm okay. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, it, it's um, I, I'm taking the Chargers on this one. I think uh, I would I would say if it was three points, I'd pause. Three and a half. One fudge no. that. Two two and a half. Fudge I'm not, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm think. gonna say. Give me some Chargers on the road, which is basically Chargers at home. And Might as well be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's a sweep from the kids, they too. Were actually, well, <laughs> so I was, the, the line has moved a lot on that, so it was a three when uh, when I printed this out. On really? Thursday. Yeah. Wow, people are... Hmm. I think this is a... Could this be one of our parlay teams? Do right. we feel strongly about this? I mean, hmm. we're just going across the board with Maybe, it. Maybe, yeah. That could... I mean, we could... A Jacksonville Chargers... Buffalo parlay. Oh, God. <laughs> do you guys want to light some money on yeah, fire? Yeah, really. That's so fun. Lick each other's buttholes. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. We're trying to keep this clean for the kids. It's not, it's not going to happen. It was yeah, long seriously. ago. It was Man. ruined long ago. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, The kids shouldn't be listening to gambling if anyway. If I would have known we were talking about butthole, like, and I would have said it hard from <laughs> jump. I will say that uh, that my son was really surprised about all the uh, the uh, the total money, uh, the, t- the total points and how close they were. Really? Yeah. The over/unders for all the like, total points. Oh, they are very yeah, they so are so close. closely bunched. So I am I am the only thing I'm consistently winning on is the under. Thanks to uh, thanks to Brooke Costello's great gambling advice. In fact, last week I bet 
the uh, Carolina Buccaneers are this, yeah, Thursday night. I bet the uh, under. Mm. It's mm-hmm. good. It's a yeah, good, good, yeah. good pick. Didn't we talk about this before, though? You should always bet the under, like, on a, on a weather game. Right? Yeah. Oh, on, on a, a weather, weather game. game. Okay. All always right. bet the under on a weather game. Speaking of weather game, Minnesota plus two and a half in Green Bay. A lot, okay. of, a lot of it's, it's probably like seventy five degrees in Green Bay right now. <laughs> I mean, it's, who knows? Uh, this one, why don't you take this one, Pete? Uh, so, so the kids are uh, they're big Aaron Rodgers fans. So, uh, so uh, the pack. Who isn't? Yeah. I like so. Uh. Do they like a mustache or no mustache? That's a good question. I don't know if they've ever seen a person with a mustache. A person oh. with a, very, a mustache? Yeah, yeah, it's a very sheltered life. Really? Yeah. Do do Pittsburgh people not have mustaches? They do, but not in their not, that, not as much as you'd think. They're still like kind yeah. of goatee guys. Oh, okay. Actually, a lot of Pittsburghers just started growing beards because mm. they realized they could. Yeah, I feel like yeah. right. They're like, hey, we can cover up this uh, triple chin with the beard. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> it's cold now. I need some. I can stop shaving my neck. <laughs> Chris, who you got on this one? I like the over. I'm just kidding. That's what a Pittsburgher would over. say. Over. You like the over forty five? Like, like the over. Take the over. under on this game too. Take the under. Green Bay good Not defense. The over. Yeah. Take the, the over. Under. I think that's how you say it, right, Pete? Say should, we over. Parlay, should we parlay those? Consider parlaying those. What the overs or unders on the same game? You bet the game. Can't do it. No, I just mean as like one of our three bets. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So why don't we? Well, we can talk about this afterwards. But what was the game that we liked? The uh, Chargers. Detroit? We like no. We liked the over on the first game you mentioned. The Cardinals. Oh right, Baltimore Arizona. Yeah, Baltimore Arizona. Mm-hmm. Maybe go over, over and then we'll go charge. So right now, yeah, let's go. Let's go over there and the Chargers one, and then we'll pick a third one because I don't think I haven't felt anything quite. All yet. right, I'll double check Fan Duels to see what the take the Fan Duels and I. Uh, I too like Aaron Rodgers. By the way, okay. I, th- I I think he had a shaky. There was a sh- that was a shaky game, and that was a first week overreaction. I think Aaron Rodgers just has great targets. Yes. And he's gonna start hitting them. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think this will be an under game. I think it'll be close. So I normally I would be inclined to take the points. However, it's only two and a half. So I will take Green Bay at home as well. Great. That's a cl- another clean sweep. Great. Next he's game. Gonna put some weird. He's, he's gonna put some stress. On oh, God, okay. So this is the this is the crazy big game of the week. New England goes to Miami. And is giving up 18 and a half points. I've heard places this is 20. This is over. Yeah, yeah. 20 or over. 19 and a half is what I saw on Friday. Yeah. Uh, right now, fan duels has 18 and a half. So we'll go with that line. Okay. And even though I don't know if it makes a difference no matter what the line is for any of us. Um, is that too many points? In Miami? In Miami. It's too many points in Miami. Just because the gods have... The, there's always a game where... The Dolphins play. They and they mess with Patriots in Miami. I think in they have Miami. bad luck. And I feel like three, I didn't look this one up actually, but I I was going to research this one a little bit. Or I thought about it. I didn't. But I think you're, we're right up in talking generally about this. Is that New England doesn't usually fare very well in Miami? Yeah, I think they're. I, th- I just don't think they're going to play as. I don't. I don't think they need to chop up the Dolphins as much as they did the Steelers. Uh, so they might even play back a little bit. I don't even know if it'll be because the Dolphins played well that they it didn't get to 18 and a half, but I don't think it'll get to 18 and a half. Great. Peter? It's a sweep. Wait, sorry. I just wrote them down on the wrong ones. That's okay. Yep. I love listening to you type on air. I kind of want to take New England and give up the points. Do it. 
because I think Big they'll contrarian. crush. Yeah, I'm such a contrarian. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Do it. I'll take New England. Hey, has Give anybody noticed that Tom Brady has more hair now than he did before oh. when he started the league? He got a lot of hair. Is he, he doing? A, is he doing a Brian Urlacher? He looks. He looks fargin good. Yeah. He looks like younger, skinnier. Like it's crazy how good he looks, and I, I, I don't. I, I just it's bizarre. He's like eating the blood of babies. He's with Jerry with Jones. Jerry Jones, yeah, 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 eating baby blood. Yeah. It's yep. the TB12 method. <laughs> you gotta eat twelve babies. See what you gotta do here, Tom. <laughs> you gotta get yourself twelve babies. <laughs> That's what TB stands yeah. for. Yeah, twelve, 12 babies, baby, twelve. 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game. Thirteen's unlucky. Don't need no, too many. Eleven's no. too late. Not enough. Twelve is the optimal amount. If you can't find yeah. a human baby, I have been studying this a baby for bat will work, but only one. <laughs> you can substitute a baby cow or a baby bat once a month, but that's it. But only one out of the 12. <laughs> Don't do more. All right. Uh, San Francisco only getting plus one in Cincinnati. That defense looked suspicious. Wait, which one? San Francisco's? Yeah. They had two interceptions return for touchdowns. Yeah, well, against one, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, well, one of those was Richard Sherman. I, I, Cincinnati's bad. They just are bad. They, they have to be bad. I think you made a really good point. Seattle plays teams close unnecessarily, especially early in the year. I think that the reality of the situation is, is that even though I think Garoppolo is garbage, the 49ers are better than. Than the the Bengals right. and that line are getting not, a point. That yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's crazy. And I am agreeing with you one hundred percent. And I think Cincinnati, from everything I've read about the, the game versus Seattle, is that they caught Seattle like uh, they did a lot of things that Seattle wasn't expecting or didn't even think about, like trying to game plan for offensively and defensively. And I don't think they're going to be able to do that again uh, and and kind of catch San Francisco off guard here enough. Um, they might come up with a few plays here and there. But I don't think it's enough. Where I think San Francisco is actually kind of a decent team, and they actually they were they would have scored a lot more points last week, except for a lot of them were called back for penalties. So I didn't notice. Um, I think that sort of maybe gets cleaned up in in some sense. That uh, I think San Francisco is is, is able to score uh, way more points in this game. Pete, yeah, let's do it, Jimmy G. Yeah, okay, Jimmy so that's G. so I think that's our th- I think that's our third of the parlay. Well, let's right? let's go through the rest of the games here, just in case we don't need to lock this in stone okay. just yet. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. okay, we don't need a lock of the week here. Chris. I'm ready. No, we're not I'm doing locks ready. of the week anymore. I'm ready. Okay, next game. Oh, this is the game, Chris. This is why we're all here. Okay, yeah. this is why we're all yep. here. Yeah, yeah. We are. Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Screwed it up. <laughs> Seattle. Cincinnati, Seattle. Was, yeah. So Cincinnati. Tense. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Did we even say that we're all in Pittsburgh live? Did I assume people recognize that, but we are live in Pittsburgh on the north side. Yeah. Mere steps from Heinz Field, which we I will not the be going the to tomorrow. Because <laughs> the tickets are too expensive. <laughs> I did find standing room for 105. No. Oh, my God. That's yeah. insane. Yep. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I packed up the wife and kids. The strip district is we, flooded with Seahawks. Oh, man. my God. There's so many Seahawks jerseys we found. travel last, well. Yeah. They do, actually. Seattle travels been traveling really well in the last couple of years, actually. Exactly. Last couple of years. Last keep, couple of years. Keep, yes. Keep I mean, 20 years ago. We are the loudest, know, When Rick Meyer, When Rick Meyer was quarterback, no one was, Chris was did traveling. Bring yeah. Chris did bring his Rick Meyer jersey, yes. so we're going to go. I will be wearing nice. it. We're going to walk That Chris down. bought me. Nice. Yeah. We're going to walk down to, uh, to uh, 
watch some tailgating. We're just going to go walk through the tailgate. Yeah. That's awesome. Tomorrow. You're going to get a lot of uh, Pittsburgh Notre Dame people. So that Rick Meyer jersey might have uh, a lot of oh, heats to it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's like when I used to wear a Dykstra uh, Phillies jersey to Mets games. Mm. Yep. Because I knew I wouldn't get beat up. Yep. Okay. They're like, so, oh, wait, nails? Yeah, it's all right. All right. Okay. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. Whale's got us around. All right. Buy me a beer and then we're all right. All right. What do we okay, looking at? Okay. Seattle in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Plus four. I got two words for you. Mm hmm. Home dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a home dog. It's not a home dog. It's not a home dog. It's yeah. not a home dog. Wait, I thought you said that. Road no, dog. Seattle is in Pittsburgh. getting points? Yeah. yeah four oh, points. fuck Seattle for sure. A lot. <laughs> Seattle a lot. A lot? Yeah. Seattle will beat Pittsburgh. Oh. Did you not notice that Pittsburgh is bad? Like no, Pittsburgh they just is, play the best team in the world. No, what they're missing is Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. They don't have the players, dude. Like, there's no one doubling anyone in the like the secondary. There's no one being doubled, and Ben Roethlisberger is bad, and Mike Tomlin is bad. Like that, it was it was a drubbing that like I. Yes, it, w- it played out exactly as I predicted that the Patriots would have game planned for the Steelers. But I'm sorry, dude. The the Steelers, if you're getting points against Pittsburgh, you have to take those points. Okay, so normally I would agree with you because what we just talked about Seattle always playing teams close. Yeah. Um, and so last week was dumb of me to suggest that you should give up the seven or nine points that Seattle was to Cincinnati. Which I did. I should have realized, yeah, that I kind of forgot about that, which is not a good... Gambler. I would be no, I would be nine and six um, for you. <laughs> no, you'd be ten and five if it wasn't for me. Why? You're already nine and six. Oh, I thought it was eight and seven. Oh, what? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so the point is, let's forget about last week, Chris. <laughs> the um, point is, Chris, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. <laughs> I've got too many white claws. Um, Ryan Geist is from Cincinnati. So maybe I would say what, yes. Maybe it I would scream <laughs> Cincinnati. <laughs> Ryan Geist yeah, makes us. Ryan. We're drinking a Cincinnati beer. Yeah. That's a new ad mm. ad campaign. Ooh, for that Ryan is, Geist. Yeah, that is a good one. Actually. Ryan so uh, normally I would suggest taking Seattle and the four points. However, Seattle's strength is on defense is stopping the run. They are terrible against the pass. Yeah. Uh, well, offensively, Seattle is great at running luckily, the ball or wants to run the ball. Pittsburgh has neither. And they don't like to throw the ball. And they've they against Cincinnati, they only threw twenty times. Right. Which is is Seattle's mo like if they throw twenty five times that's incredible. Did Russ get any rushing rushing yards that game? Yeah, I think he, uh, I don't know if he did or not. Maybe a minimal. So yeah. I think basically Seattle plays to the exact strengths of Pittsburgh. Okay, right. So if normally if Seattle was a passing team like New England, Pittsburgh would be in trouble. Okay, right. So they just they might get one or two big plays where they score a touchdown or two, but I just think Pittsburgh is going to be able to pass all day against Seattle. And if they're not, they're dumb. They're not going to catch those passes though. That's the problem. They've got Dante Moncrief. I think Juju will, and James Washington will, and Vance McDonald probably will. Um, I just think this this plays into too many strengths and weaknesses for both teams. So you like? I will take Pittsburgh. Do you like Pittsburgh to win, just as a curiosity? Oh, for sure. Really? 100%. Seattle's not really Number usually six. good. I don't think Seattle's good on the road either, usually. Okay. Um, there's yeah. a lot of there's right. a lot of things that, that go... It's going against Seattle. What if Seattle they were playing in, in a dome? If they were in a dome, <laughs> I would take Seattle. <laughs> what if they are home in a dome? Dome court. <laughs> Advantage. Uh, my mind, my mind is blown that you guys are both going opposite of your uh, your allegiances. My my kids have allegiances. They're they're taking Pittsburgh and the points. Okay. Dumb. Okay. Your kids are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> dumb. <All> right. <laughs> 
Speaking of what dumb grade kids. are they in? Did they dumb. flunk? Dumb. Do you remember they're flunking? They're probably gonna have a better yeah. record. They're probably gonna have a do better kids record. Still flunk. That's a great question. I do not know if I've ever met a child who's flunked. I, I feel don't like think it's like grade inflation now. I don't it's think, like, yeah, yeah, they just yeah, pass them. Yeah, yeah, they just pass them. I don't think kids like flunk a C anymore. C or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Some on their way. Yeah. yeah. Can you read this sentence? Great. Go. Yeah. I don't want you anymore. Go to fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Kansas City. Okay. Oakland. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of uh, division rival games this yeah. week. Kansas City's in Oakland giving up seven and a half points. So this was my pick of the week last week. I loved Oakland. As the uh, no one believes we can do it, mm-hmm. and they proved me mm-hmm. right. They believed they could do it. Mm-hmm. I like them again this week. Ooh, seven and a half. Yeah, okay. I like. A, I I just I, I don't think they're good. I don't think they'll win, but I think that they're they've got enough of a chip that they're like actually coming together. Perfect's been perfect. Had a good game. I, you know how much I love Richie Incognito. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh. <laughs> Do you think he'll win the Walter Payton Award uh, this year uh, for sports? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yes. Or Gail Sanders yeah. or whoever yeah. it is. Yeah, he's a changed man this year. Yeah. You know? Under Gruden and stuff, <laughs> he's going to set him right. Yeah. So give, oh, yeah. give me the uh, – I'm going incognito on this one. Uh, give me the uh, Ra- Raiders in the seven. Great. <laughs> um, I think I think Kansas City, as much as I kind of like Oakland here um, – and and I'm I'm kind of I, I kind of want to ride their bandwagon a little bit with you. I think Kansas City's got too much of offensive firepower for Oakland to be able to keep up with them. Okay. Uh, so I think in seven and a half points is a lot of points to to ignore there, but I'm going to ignore it <laughs> and I'm going to take Kansas City. Okay. My kid saw a uh, Patrick Mahomes EA 2020, course, uh, and that's so awesome. he is. Yeah. Jesus. Let's do it, Chiefs. My homies. God, dude. Yeah. Your kids are so predictable. <laughs> Do you ever do you notice like a lot of people like compare uh, Patrick Mahomes to Se- to Steph Curry? No, like there's no. a there's a yeah, like, I noticed it at all. I've noticed it a lot, and I think it has to do a lot with what you're talking about, like your kids. I think there's a likability, sure, and a yeah. tangibility. Russell Wilson was to that kids. a couple years ago, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a lot sure. of kids with Russell Wilson, yeah. with, like Seahawks fans and stuff. Yeah. There. yeah, yep, totally. He's like a different kind of player you know he's not that like intangible like, no, he's also young and he yeah. seems like cool he's and dynamic like, right like it's yeah, a different fun. kind of game than everyone yeah. else right he doesn't know look he, he stands out because he also gets a lot of exactly. highlights and whatever else and he yeah. stands out more so than like joe flacco or roethlisberger well roethlisberger or tom brady so no kids right or tom to brady <laughs> but tom brady's like vanilla and boring and no one wants to be tom brady anymore no right. that yeah no one does okay In i a game i know you're really gonna watch this week i will be watching it Chicago. Ugh, no, I won't. On the road, minus two and a half in Denver. <laughs> minus two and a half? Minus two That's and a half. That's an overreaction. That's that's an overreaction. That's an overreaction. Last Chicago's week. the favorite in this game. By two and a half, it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not enough. Against Denver? Yeah. Denver's bad. Denver's bad, but Denver has a, like this amazing record in like home games in September. They've got a good defense-ish. They've I, got home there is a home field advantage there in Denver. Uh, no Trubisky way. Trubisky is... I know as much as you love Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's garbage. But I still like him against Denver. Denver's Denver's head coach is the former defensive coordinator for Chicago. Can he match up and scheme them? I de- Chicago wins. Okay. Yeah, give it to yeah. me. Give me give me Chicago. Yeah. All right. Which is interesting because I thought you would take Denver at home there. Because I'm going Chicago too because I think it's a huge overreaction. I think Chicago's better than they were last week. I stole your take. And even the, with sorry. all these things with Denver to... playing to Denver's you... home strength. I know. It's a very I'm going uh, Chicago on this one. Yeah. I can't believe Chicago is, is that bad. I'm being too rational. I'm sorry. Oh, the only other thing I'll say is Chicago started really bad. I think the first 
two or four games last year. They weren't good at all. If Drew Locke was playing this game, I'd choose differently. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> Pete. Uh, let's do it. I was born in Chicago. Let's, uh, let's, you were? Yeah, I was. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Learned something new. Wow, Wait, but is cool. this what your kids were picking, though? Did yeah, they, they pick are. You know, or are you you I'm not, I'm not okay. lying. No, yeah. I'm just thinking, make sure you're not going against no, no, them. No, no, no. You know what? Four... Are you willing to how how confident are you in that bet? In this game? Not really. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is not this, one of our problems. Yeah, two and a half seems really? Yeah, it seems too close to yeah. me. Yeah. Hmm, okay. I honestly I'm not surprised if Denver wins that game outright. Okay. Yeah. Because Chicago might not La be blue La Blue and Orange in that field. La blue and orange. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh maybe another over game? Uh, on this one. New Orleans travels to the west, plays the Rams of LA. Over under is fifty four. I think this is your pick. This I've is kind done of a lot of right. Them this is probably one of those like sneaky under games where like both defenses kind of like s- hold each wait, other in check New a little Orleans, bit. I don't. Ever, I would never take the under. New Orleans know. is on the road, getting two points in L A. Okay. And I know it's my pick. I'm just talking myself through this here right yeah. now because I never even considered this game or starting this one. Um, as much as I'm usually a big fan of New Orleans, and usually I'm always taking the points with New Orleans in this game, I think. L.A. at home. I think they kind of slap New Orleans' face again and rub, rub it in their face again after after the uh, playoff game. Yeah. Okay. Pete. Uh, I I think the kids are uh, all about Drew Brees. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a, he's a great kids quarterback. He really is. He's the same size. As yeah. Them, right? right. Yeah. He has that weird little mark on his yeah, face. Yeah, like, right. But, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I so here's what I think. This is Conspiracy Chris coming through. Ooh, finally. I don't think the NFL wants to bu- admit that they were wrong. I think that they will do everything in their power to have the Rams win this game so that they can say, this is how it should have turned out. Last season, you all overreacted. We overreacted. Everyone overreacted. The better team won. The better team went to the Super Bowl. So the Rams will win. I promise you. I, I, lo- I love I when you have such good you. takes. It's such a great, uh, just, it's a, I mean, it's a conspiracy take, but it's also just a, like a good, like, Ryan Russillo wishes he had that take. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Or Colin Cowherd wishes he yeah. had that take. Yeah. yeah. That's a more, yeah, that's a. That's a coward Yeah, that's a coward, sure. like, going home crying, going, oh, God, I wish, how did I think of that? So, yeah, that's my, that's what I, I'm okay. going with. So, All give right. me the Rams. Go Rams. Day. Okay. In Sunday fact, night. I might just walk around in my, uh, in my Hunter, my Hunter uh, Rams jersey that's up there, the one I wore for the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. You like it? Dryer. Yeah, Fred. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sunday night. You should you should just Fred Dryer yeah, played Fred Hunter. Yeah. On the T V series. Yeah. Never no watched clue. the show Hunter. No clue. No. No. Watch television as a child. Yeah. No, no pop culture for me or okay. music. All right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Sunday night, Philly, Atlanta. Yeah. It's in a dome. A dome? A dome. Is that Philly is the road so favorite minus the two. The Falcons are home in a dome. <laughs> Falcons are Home and down. 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 Home dog, Chris. Yeah. Are we going to play it? Home dog. Home dog. Uh, I think Atlanta might be bad. <laughs> I think they might be bad. I'm nervous about Atlanta being bad. I don't want them. Are you nervous you were wrong about Philly being bad? Uh, I think Philly is bad. Mm. Okay. You know what? Give me the home dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, Chris. I, yes. Feels like the safe bet. Yes. Okay. Home dog. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Cross yeah. the board. Leo Jones, Calvin okay. Ridley. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Edo Smith, too. I don't know if Atlanta wins this game. Maybe they win this game on a last second field goal. I don't know. Two points. It's, it's hard to cover on two points on that one, but without winning the game. But uh, could happen. Yeah. Could happen. It could. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Monday night. 
no Darnold at home. This line has swung like enormously. I, I, I erased what it was, but I think it was like, I don't even know if Jets were even getting points at that point in time, but Jets are now getting six and a half points at home What with Trevor was, Simeon. That's why it was two and a half when I saw it. Yeah, were they getting two and a half points? Uh, yeah, so yeah, so Cleveland was the favorite by two and a half. Yeah, so now Jets are plus six and a half. Wow. So, okay. So this line has shot up four points. I have a question for you guys. Mono jokes. Funny or not funny? Sure, funny. How are they not funny? Or, well, like, why? Why is mono why, funny? Why? Because it's all about, like, oh, making out with, like, a but chip why? or something. Why no, it? it's not funny. But why? But everyone tries to. What, why isn't hepatitis C a funny thing? Because you can get that from making out, right? Because mono just sounds funny. <laughs> Yo, so if, if Sam Darnold gets hep C, are people mono. tweeting and being like, ha ha, hep no, C, no. hope your liver doesn't no. fail. Yeah. Like, isn't mono a serious thing? No, I don't not think really. It's that I think it's serious. like two weeks and you're done. Yeah. Two weeks? Yeah. Isn't he out for like four weeks? Well, I think they say like two to four weeks. Is it, also, safe. is it contagious? It's very contagious, right? Sure, yeah. If you make out with someone. It's, uh, it's, see, I don't, I don't it's think mono jokes the, are funny. I don't think they're as funny as people want them to be funny or think they're funny. What about polio? I think they were po- are funny. polio jokes funny? I think mono was like funny like 40 years ago when we were kids. And then it's just that joke is just kind of stuck. But why? Why was it funny? I, well, I think because we were kids, we can't answer that question ourselves because okay. we've never learned to like try to diagnose the funniness of I mono. Like, I think I want to advocate for the, to get, I think it's just, we shouldn't be teasing mono anymore. <laughs> I wanna, Do you want to tease this game? Yeah, let's tease it. I like this game a lot. That was good. <laughs> Pete, what do you think? I really like the Browns in this game. I'm, I'm surprised it's, it's six Over and a half. Reaction. Is that what yeah, absolutely. I, I, this game could even go double digits, and I think I would still bet the Browns. I think the Jets are tanking. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, the Jets are just terrible. I think they're tanking. They're just a terribly run organization. I think they're tanking, and, I, and yes, that too. They're, that too. So we're I'm, going Cleveland across the board. I'm surprised on this one. that someone so deep in Trump's pockets could be this bad. <laughs> <laughs> The New York Jets. <laughs> Let's go to the next one, please. That's it. Yeah. That was Monday night. That's it? That's all the games. Wow. So now so, we got to pick our parlay. Our free team parlay. So I thought we picked it. I thought we had a I just, like, general let's consensus. Let's just go confirm here. Okay. We're going. So I looked back on the fan duels. <laughs> on fan duels. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Arizona-Baltimore game is still over under. is still 46 and a half. That's a lot, but I still like it. Yeah. I think I, let's, go, let's go over. I like the over. Game. Okay. Um, and then... I forgot the second game we were going to pick. Was it, was it the Chargers? It was the Chargers. Okay. And then I thought it was the Niners. Well, do we want to go the Cleveland one? Yeah, I, I would like Cleveland. I feel like that's... Uh... <sighs> I'm... Uh, okay, fine. Excellent. Yes. Okay. Six? Yeah. Six and a half. Yeah. Okay. So, because that's an overreaction. So, yes. Let's do that. Right. And Jets don't have Darnold, so I, I can't imagine that... Because of mono, which is a serious thing. Yes. P- uh so Chris, I've I hate to break it to you, but you have to cue some music to get us out of here. That's fine. Uh, it's already like you know what you want to do. Uh, Peter John, thank you so much for coming. It's this been a true been, pleasure. This has been fun. Oh God, damn it, Chris, we did another hour and a half show. We did. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get out of here. There's okay. a lot of door knocking. Okay. Yeah. okay, was there? Yeah. Oh, f them. Let's hear some music, so, please. You gotta turn it up. No, no. There you go. <laughs> Cha-cha-cha.